0: Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast, with Randy Rocket Cody.
1: Alright, it's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast, with me, Randy Rocket Cody, of the TheMetalDen.com. It is October 18th, 2020, Sunday. Hope everyone's having a good day out there and, uh, had some uh, nice time off from work, hopefully, and are ready to rock and roll and listen to some killer tunes with me and discuss some of the uh, most recent, uh, news that's come across, uh, the desk at TheMetalDen.com. Of course, uh, I have my forthcoming new interview that will uh, broadcast here within the next week with Skinwalker Radio Podcast. And I've already uh, recorded that interview. We did that uh, here several days ago. Uh, apparently, there's uh, being switched over to a different host, is what I'm being told. So that's why we're on standby. For uh, that interview that I've done with Skinwalker Radio, it's a big one. Uh, we talk about some really heavy stuff. Uh, primarily, I discuss my uh, true story of a close encounter of the third kind, and so that's uh, again something that I've never uh, revealed in terms of uh, in 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 full detail. So it's it's just an awesome episode to be able to listen to uh, that we were able to uh, record together lots of cool stuff that we talked about and uh, In discussing the occult Chris uh, Cornell and Chester Bennington's uh, death investigation cases Um, Giants the Nephilim we discussed that Uh, We discussed a whole lot of really cool subjects that we're gonna uh, tackle one-on-one here down the road for uh, separate episodes he and I have uh, come to an agreement on uh, there's a lot that we can uh, that, that we can do together to to get the word out on all of this and so uh, just stand by I'll be putting out on my Twitter and my Facebook when when that uh, goes live that new interview that I've done with Skywalker or Skinwalker I should say uh, man I'll tell you again it's it's a heavy one It's a real heavy interview, so definitely don't miss that. Now, I do have another interview coming up on FM Rock Radio. Uh, That's with Ryan O'Neill, host over at uh, uh, the WQEE 99.1 Rise and Shine Morning Program, uh, November 5th. I will be back on to discuss my Dimebag Daryl conspiracy theory. We had uh, discussed that a little bit before on... on, uh, Ryan's show. We're going to do it again. I know a lot of people have been asking about the follow-up to the Titanic case. We will uh, look to do that hopefully in November and uh, at some point. So I'll have more information on when that's going to happen in terms of uh, me and Ryan talking about that. Um, Kurt Cobain has won the latest voting poll that I had on Twitter. Uh, He was chosen to be featured in the next... uh, truth report. So what I'll be doing is I'll be posting between now and the end of the month um, will be the uh, third part of the Kurt Cobain murder conspiracy report. And, and that's that's another big one. Of course, everyone's wanting to, to know about the frazzle drip when that third part is going to drop as well. And I uh, just let you know that I'm working, working on that story and we've got more stuff developing. And so I'll hopefully have something more for you on that. Okay. But uh, let's look at the stories that are going on at TheMetalDen.com. And you've got uh, Amorphous has uh, confirmed they're going to release a vinyl single in December. And uh, Unearth has launched a new beer to benefit ACLU. Dune Sea has debuted a new song. Dark Tranquility has premiered a new single. Rockfest 2021 has announced the lineup So you can check out all the different uh, bands that are involved with that that gig that will go on uh, Next year between July 15th and 17th in Wisconsin Uh, Andrew WK has signed a contract with Napalm Records nervosa has premiered a single Ozzy has announced that his uh, UK tour will take place in 2022. So, lots of cool news to check out the metalden.com site. Uh, always updating it, keeping it fresh with new, uh, new posts and uh, new, new updates. You can as well follow me on the uh, the Twitter Rocket Metal Den and the Metal Den on Twitter and Facebook. The same thing, uh, the Metal Den Twitter, uh, Facebook, and then. Uh, I'm Randy Rocket Cody. So it's MySpace. uh, MySpace. MySpace too, actually, believe it or not. MySpace is still up and going. I I can't believe that. But yeah, I'm still on MySpace under the metal den as well. Um, But Facebook forward slash Randy Rocket Cody. And you'll be able to find all the updates that I have going on, okay? So uh, before we get jamming with some music, I just want to again say thank you, everybody, who's been supporting my work and helping get the word out. And, you know, whether it be sharing an article or, uh, you know, having somebody add my Facebook that's been been sent over to me uh, or you you sent me an email and and told me about somebody that you think is interesting to to me. And and then I, I, I get to meet them that way. Actually, the, the guy that I interviewed, uh, Seth, with the uh, Skinwalker radio podcast, he had heard me on the radio uh, with Ryan O'Neill in Atlanta, Georgia. So you never know how you're going to meet people over the Internet, and it's always a really cool thing. Uh, it's just so wide open, uh, all the different podcasts and different radio programs and Internet shows that are out there. So I'm always welcome uh, Welcome anybody out there out there who wants to talk with me. And discuss some of these subjects that I'm uh, investigating. You can always reach me at my Gmail, uh, which is themetaldan at gmail.com. Okay, well, let's get rocking with some music.
2: Originally this job was called fool Always want to put it down under occupation on the form, you know Occupation, fool I think I'd spell it with the final E just to piss him off, you know? I understand your son's a fool, Mrs. Carlin America's fastest rising young fool Well, in the old days they were using the real thing Folks who normally spend a lot of time in closets. And uh, well, there were jesters and there were buffoons. There were various kinds, but there were just plain old. They were entertaining. Uh, I guess it happened by accident one night. The dancers were late or something, you know. Throw the fool out there. Hey, he's good, God damn. People always want to know how you get this job, how you get started. It's largely hereditary. (laughs) And like everything else, environmental too. Being funny on the streets. That's a part of the start. Knowing you're funny when you're a kid. Street humor as opposed to school. In school, it was easy. Being a class clown was really easy because people aren't allowed to laugh in school. It was nice because the other person got in trouble. The guy who laughed was the one that really got all the heat (laughs) because he couldn't control himself and he burst out. You whip a quick face on Roger and look around like you're interested in the problem on the blackboard and Roger's in trouble, you know?
3: Hey, Roger!
2: Roger, there's nothing funny here, outside. You could clear the room if you were good, Maybe. Sometimes they'd cross you up though and they'd say, Roger is going to stand up and tell us all what's so funny, isn't he, Roger? roger (laughs) so the street was a little uh harder it was um well part of it was like slip fights was just good to be funny generally in a a tough neighborhood if you weren't a big fighter dude and you got tired of running a lot it was good to be funny if guys came around it would save you from an ass kick and if someone from another neighborhood came around who's going to hit a guy you know sitting there (laughs) don't hit it man it's bad luck to hit a guy like that But slip fights, we had slip fights. You know, when, when adolescent boys, teenage boys are together, they're always putting each other down verbally. There's a running verbal battle. Chop fight, they call them in some place. Cutting. Slip fight, we called them. And it started with the dozens, you know, talking about some, place, some places have rules when you're putting each other down. No mothers, man. Hey, no mothers, man. <laughs> We didn't have that rule. <laughs> we started right in with your mother and worked it from there. Hey, where'd you go last night? I was out with your mother, man. <laughs> there was always one guy whose mother had died, remember? I don't know. What do What I forgot, man. That originated in black street culture as the Dozens, or capping on somebody, signifying the dozens, playing the dozens. Do you want to play the dozens? Well, the dozens is a game, but the way I fuck your mother is a goddamn shame.
3: <laughs> this is Ryan O'Neill from 99.1 FM, the key, 99 Rock. Rise and shine morning, and you're listening to The Rocket Roll Death
0: Brigade with Randy, the Rocket Cody.
4: Zero rock hi.
5: Hey, I got a good song for
4: you. All right. I, li- I like the people that keep the radio on in the background. It gives a nice extra special effect. You can't get away with that on the Larry King Show or any other radio talk-in show. Go, go ahead. Diamond Daryl and Benny Paul, Pantera. Go for it.
5: Let's hear some Slayer. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's jam. Let's jam. Here's some South of Heaven. <laughs> How was it, dude? Man, that is... It's better than (laughs) Slayer.
4: Thank you for calling. I think he was on the verge of profanity there, so we had to hang up on him. ¶¶¶¶ I mean, you're not gonna have to practice guitar when you go home, are you? You're doing it right here. Told you what, finally got to play it.
3: Been home for two weeks, been strapped up with all my friends and then swimming in a pool of alcohol. Finally got to see the guitar. Got <laughs> <laughs> a song about
4: it. Jägermeister.
5: Wow. <laughs> this one's for Billy Gibbons and the boys. Yeah. All right I know those songs. Oh
4: Did you ever hear of a song called Chevrolet? Ride My Chevrolet? I think it's an old ZZ Top song. Old ZZ? Yeah, I think Stray Dog did it once, too. Stray Dog. Thank you, Beezer from Kansas City. (laughs) Okay. This this is kind of cool. I'm into it. Let's get it going. Okay.
0: Keep this low, low, low. You keep this low. Just low.
3: When you were young All that optimism you've given is dead and gone Cause everybody wants a piece And everybody needs to eat And everyone loves the deal Until you realize you've become the meal Cannibal rising, cannibal roar and
0: cannibal, dissent, cannibal
3: my sons won't in those that kill everyone How's it feel when teeth sink into your skin? No one fucking cares if you dare believe you can win Cause everybody wants a piece And everybody needs to eat And everyone's in denial that chewed up and spit on the pile
0: Cattle for rising, cattle for roar Cannibal for pimps and cattle for whores Cattle for daughters, cannibal for sons
3: Cannibal for killers that kill everyone You up, they fattened you up, they fattened you up, they sold you some dreams and now you're a fucked They fattened you up, they fattened you up, they sold you some lies, and they fattened you up, they fattened you up, they fattened you up, they, you up, they sold you some dreams and
0: now you're all fucked a rising right Cannibal suns, cannibal killers that kill everyone Cannibal rising, cannibal roar Cannibal pimps and cannibal whores Cannibal daughters, cannibal sons Cannibal killers that kill everyone
6: This thing about the gay community, let's get this fucking shit done out of the way. Now, I know I offended the gays or these last two albums that I did. They said I was in bad taste. They said uh, my jokes were in bad taste. These are guys, these are guys that licked the shit out of each other's ass on a fucking date. Telling me my jokes are in bad taste. Now am I missing something here? These guys tongue fuck each other in the butt for an hour and a half, but you put on a Kennison album and they can't fucking handle it. It's like,
0: you know.
6: They can suck a dick this long, but I fucking gag them. I make them fucking, you know. Insensitive, they called me insensitive. These are guys that put gerbils and hamsters up their ass insensitive. How sensitive, how sensitive can you be if you're putting a live animal in your fucking ass? Jesus fucking Christ, man. I'm insensitive. Yeah, yeah, I'm an animal. I'm out of fucking control. These guys are walking around with coming out of their butts. Fucking little twails twirling around where these fucking animals are suffocating in their asshole and I'm fucking psycho. Yeah, watch me. Ban my fucking records because I'm out of control. Uh. Now, I just, seriously, let me ask you something here because this has been going around and I just want to see if everybody's part of this. As, exactly. Has everybody heard this shit about Richard Gere? Dude, that's fucking intense, man. How many people have heard about Richard Gere having a gerbil in his ass? I swear to God, it's maybe a rumor. I hope it's a rumor. I was in Miami last night. The fucking crowd there went nuts. I go, shit, everybody in the country knows, supposedly, because I don't want to get in trouble. But supposedly, supposedly, I guess he was in the hospital. Mark, you would probably know, but is this for real? You're a doctor in LA, it is for real? He had a gerbil in his fucking ass? Two of them? (laughs) I can't believe how good can this fucking feel? Man, I have been drunk, folks. I have been drunk and coked up and fucked up to where I have pissed in my suitcase thinking it was the toilet. To where I lifted the lid of my suitcase and just fucking pissed. (sighs) Uh soak down a five hundred dollar fucking red satin robe, have a suitcase full of my fucking piss. You know, it never occurred to me to put a rodent in my fucking intestinal tract for a fucking buzz, man. This doctor had to feel fucking weird, man. She going, Richard, uh listen, I'm a big fan of your work. I enjoy all your movies. I just saw pretty woman and uh but but there's a gerbil in your ass. And then the gerbil must have had a great look on his face. Oh, yeah, it's my fault! Oh, yeah, blame me! It was my fucking idea! This is where I wanted to spend a vacation, in this guy's ass! Yeah, yeah, I'm the fucking asshole! (laughs) Fucking poor gerbils, man. And nobody's doing nothing about it. Nobody gives a shit. You know why? Because they're rodents. People fucking hate rodents. They do. They hate rats, they hate mice, they hate fucking rodents. Now, if they were dolphins, if gays were putting dolphins up their fucking ass, ah, how would you have a fucking war going on? Every fucking ecology group would be going nuts, all these college people, everybody, save the whales organizations. What? What? They're putting dolphins up gays? Save the dolphins!
0: What about the fucking gerbils, man?
6: It's too late for them in California. You know, you can't even find a gerbil or a hamster in California. They're gone. They're extinct. They're right up there with the fucking American bald eagle. They're gone. You've got to go as far as three, four, five states fucking east to try and find a fucking gerbil or a hamster. These fucking fangs in L.A. and in San Francisco have used them all up. They're dead. They're dead. Nobody cares. In San Francisco, they're down to shaved squirrels and lab mice. That's what they're now doing. See, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what the Pet Shop Boys were about. I didn't know. I thought it was a weird name for a fucking band. I thought, what a stupid name to call your band, the Pet Shop Boys. Why would you call your band the fucking Pet Shop Boys? I thought, I understand Aerosmith. I understand fucking Bon Jovi. I understand Skid Row. I understand, you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand Guns N' Roses. You'd call your band Guns N' Roses, right? Why would you call your band the fucking Pet Shop Boys? And then I realized, in Dartooth, that's where they have to go to buy the animals that they put in their ass. The pet shop! It's a secret gay code word saying that we put animals in our ass and we sing Elvis songs! (laughs) They do, man. They sing fucking Elvis songs with gerbils in their ass, man. Nobody gives a fuck. There's no fucking protest. Nothing, you know. Nobody gives a fuck, man. I'm just, I'm just glad Elvis is dead. Thank God. Thank God Elvis is dead. Because if he wasn't, he would be so fucking pissed off, man. He'd be in gray Sango, what are you trying to say, man? Are you trying to tell me that there's bands out there putting animals in their ass singing my songs? I don't understand them, man. Talk to me about it. Tell me a little bit about it. You mean they walk out there with an animal in their ass and they go, wise men say... Holy fools, rush shit. <laughs> Thank God he's dead. Thank God he's not alive to know this. Ah, fuck. I don't fucking get it, man. I Call me a square. I'm, animals in the ass. I don't fucking get it, man. Ah, yeah, it's sick humor. It gets a lot sicker, folks. This is the fucking family entertainment part of the show.
4: There uh, was a nice lady last night that asked me why we were playing tonight, and I said, Tuscaloosa. And she said, oh, it's kind of a rough town. And then, and then she said, you guys be careful.
5: And,
4: and why? Is it, is it rough? You guys all look pretty cool and fast. Uh, not Last, last time we played, we played actually one time in Nevada um, on my birthday, and there were like people in the front door knocking each other's teeth out and concussed, and they stayed in it. They just stayed there. You can see there's nobody home anymore, but they stayed in for the whole show. And was and like fucking Tahoe, which seemed kind of cool, kind of groovy to me, so I don't know. Uh, but you guys did great. Maybe it's just a town where you don't go buy drugs at night. Maybe it's that kind of thing. That's pretty much every town. This is called Drawing Flies. (laughs)
7: All right. <laughs>